Well, it also depends on whether you think of Matir Asurim as really being necessarily a prison. It doesn't say Matir Asirim, and Asir is a prison. You know, it, it means that he removes the, the things that block a person and restrict a person from being able to... Like, if you, put, you have to put it in that list. So, you could say he's also kind of because only a person who falls, they need the smicha. So, the, uh, so, 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 all of these things, I think, are not necessarily talking about, in the context of that bracha, not necessarily talking about meaning an individual who has a special nest that they were matir asirim, you know? Uh, like it says in the tailing, asirei. Oniu Varzel or something like that. That's Asirim, that's a prisoner. It doesn't mean a prisoner, it means somebody that's limited or restricted or held back in some way. So just like Somech Nofalim, a person falls and they're able to get up. That, that doesn't necessarily mean Ashkachapatit of a miracle. That means that God, get, God is built into the world that you, generally speaking, we have more than one chance to pick ourselves up. You fail and you're like Shiva, what is it? Shiva Yipol Tzadik Vakam. You know, the, the, that doesn't... Now you can say, well, that's Ashkech but not necessarily. It means that the tzaddik is... That the, the person who's overly attached to things having to be a certain way is very limited in their perspective or their ability to imagine different possibilities of how to accomplish something. They have to live in a certain place or they have to possess a certain thing or they have to live their life in a certain style. Uh, so they're not able to think outside of that, so therefore they can't adapt. So if they fall, they fall. Because they, they, they don't have a way, they can't adapt. Shivayi pol tzadik vakam means that the tzadik is able to adapt. Because he's able, so that's the type of matzir meaning Hashem gives us the tools to be able to uh, free ourselves from what limits us. I don't think that it, like we say matzir when you sit up in bed. The Birkot HaShachar has matzir when you sit up in bed. It doesn't necessarily mean, you weren't a prisoner of your bed. Some people are. But it's usually, you know, it's usually voluntarily, uh, a voluntary imprisonment. You know, it, so the, uh, the, 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 uh, the idea of I think just means that Hashem gives the wherewithal to people to uh, break out of the things that limit them and bound them just like it means the body heals itself so if you think of um, if you think of it like is where, is where the person has fallen meaning that they're in a, a condition that they um, that they um, have failed in some way you know it doesn't mean Sorech Nofalim is not talking about somebody who fell on the ground right obviously no fail means that the person is uh, has suffered a loss or has um, or has uh, it has experienced some kind of a failure right they, they, they fall in that way Ofecholim is your body healing Matzirosim is talking about external circumstances that limit you okay so the first the first one is your you know the, the, the condition of having failed of the person the second one is sickness which is body. 
Third one is uh, external external limitations on you. That the Matzir Asurim means that Hashem uh, allows you to uh, enables you to uh, overcome those. So it doesn't necessarily mean Hashkachapatit. I don't think in in the whole Bracha Bechayamidim it's more focused on what God is capable of doing and what God has provided the capability to us to do, as opposed to Melech Ozer Moshiach. Those are things that Hashem direct specifically to, uh, to a, uh, a people who know him and people who are, uh, you know, who have a relationship with him. Maybe Goel of Nevenehem is talking about the people who are following the way of Avraham Avinu, that Hashem brings them a redeemer to, you know, Leman Shimo, because they are representing the name of God. So it's, it's different. Whereas, Somech Noflim Ofecholim Matyosim applies to somebody even if they have no connection to God. Any conscious connection, any conscious relationship with God. A person... And you see many times people suffer failure and they reinvent themselves and they get back up. That's because there are many, many possibilities that God makes available for an individual to reorganize their life and get back on track. But the Asurim, people find ways to overcome the uh, external circumstances that normally would, uh, would limit them, restrict their movement or restrict their thinking or whatever it is. <coughs> is there any logical connection, can we connect the dots from the actions that lead to Yediyat Hashem and the resulting Yedihah that is received? Is it is it purely metaphysical? Is it if one conducts himself in a certain way, if I act you know, with Chochmah in, uh, in a business setting, I'll, I'll receive reward based on my, you know, acting according to Chochmah. Right. That's so, like a shkachat So I'm saying, no, I'm just using that as an example. So can you make the same parallel to shkachat By acting, by conducting, and you know, viewing the world in a certain way, and living life in a certain, with a certain lens and a certain framework, that the special attention that I receive and the that would be as a consequence of it, is there any rational way that I can see cause and effect? Yeah, you see that a lot of times in the Gemara, they'll talk about a person, because the person uh, was very particular, you know, was very uh, particular about a certain mitzvah or a certain area of chasidut or a certain area of perfection they excelled in, so therefore God blessed them specifically in that area to enable them to continue in that area. God's blessing, is there there a rational way to to perceive it, or it's simply coming from above and... You mean, is it a miracle? Look, one of the things that, you know, I rather, I don't know if I want this on the recording, but, you know, one of the things the Rambam is going to always be, is going to mainly be about increasing that, because that's the actual good. That's the Olam Abba that we have in this world. Main Olam Abba is the experience that what we're doing is like Main Olam Abba. Okay? Except without the coffee and the, and the, and the pastries. Right? Now, that's the part that there isn't. That's an Islam. It's Islam, Islamic uh, Olam Abba. We don't no, have a Roma no in Olam Abba. There's no Torah. And they're always hot. Coffee <laughs> <laughs> is always perfectly hot with the perfect mix of milk. Okay, I, feel like, I feel like this whole And it refills itself. <laughs> this whole discussion about the Hashkacha, it, it's like, I feel like philosophers always rehash the same conversation and act like, it's a, it's, a, it? it's, a re, it's like a discovery that they're making and it's a, there is obviously just three possibilities. There's either there is more hashkacha 
or there is... Then what? But what's the baseline? Meaning, meaning there is, to, to explain, there's either more hashkacha and, and less free will, or there's more free will, less hashkacha, or there's just... No, or, or the answer is just that there's no way to understand this the same way it's like you can't, you know, try to understand it. the nature of God. And I feel like, for some reason, philosophers always try to side on one of the sides, meaning, oh, there's more hashkacha, oh, no, there's more uh, free will. And the, I think the most appropriate answer is like, why are you trying to understand it? If, I think if that one how of the it works, we can understand. So fundamentally, is that Borei Olam is, is different, and his knowledge is distinct knowledge, which we can't even understand. How so, he's able to do The problem is when you get into how is he able to do it. Yeah, but why that's are we asking, we, you know, that's, that's such a, why are we asking that question? No, you're right, we should, should be. Understand. That's exactly what I'm saying. No, but I don't understand why, why people do that. Are, why, like, who is it, um, uh, like there was one rabbi who said that, oh, this must mean that there's less hashkacha, and then there was one rabbi who said, oh, there must mean that there's a limit on, it was like, uh, one of the philosophers around the time of Sadir Gaon, who's like famous for saying, like, yeah, it must mean that free will is limited, or another rabbi said, Kreskas. Kreskas, like, later, especially. Right. Oh, it's later. Whatever it is. Like, why, why are you even trying to answer the question? I don't understand why people are trying Well, that's the whole thing. It's like, it's so obviously not a question because that can be answered. Right, because the Rambam, almost, almost all, except for the Talmidim of the Rambam, who are really uh, true to the Shita of the Rambam, almost all, even of the Chachmei Yisrael, didn't, because they didn't fully accept or didn't fully absorb the Rambam's idea of making the absolute distinction between God and the rest of the world, and they believed in the idea of Torahim, like the whole thing of the Torahim that the Rambam talks about, of using analogies to understand God, analogies from created things to understand God, which the Rambam spends a large swath of the Moran like saying is, a, is it horrible and damaging and bad and wrong, okay? Once you do that, so you end up in almost every, what you're saying is correct, that pretty much every theological conundrum that, that has come up over the history of mankind for the last 1,500 to 2,000 years is solved by the Rambam with one thing. God is different and you can't know. That's it. Because it's all about saying, well... If God knows the future, how can I have free will? Well, where did you get the idea that God knowing the future means you can't have free will? Because if I know the future about something, that means that it's not predetermined. Well, you're not God. Right. Right? That's but the that's, that the problem is that we're so ru- in a rush to try to understand God in our terms, exactly what the Avodah Zarah, that's why the Rambam's saying that's the root of Avodah Zarah, because you're trying to understand God in your terms. Yeah. Every theological problem comes from that. And I've seen Christian theologians limiting God. What's unique about this specific question is that so many great chachamim went for that, like that fatal deceit or whatever, that the conceit of thinking that they could answer the question instead yeah. of just look at what the Ralban does. Ralban yeah. is basically like God doesn't know the future. Right, right, exactly. There's Ralban on one side and Kreskas on the other side. Right, they're like both took opposing positions. Yeah, I, I, I'm not as convinced about Kreskas that he's as extreme as they say. They do say that he is, but I, I never saw it as so obvious. He wrote a book called um, uh, uh, Or Hashem, right? Or Adonai, it's actually. That he, uh, where he was the, he, he's, it's like his philosophy book. And allegedly, allegedly, allegedly he says that uh, 
I think allegedly he's um, he believed in a determinism and a very limited free will. Right? That's 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 what they say. Now there are people like that. There were definitely secular philosophers like that. There were definitely Jewish philosophers like that because the Rambam like mentions it and negates it in many places. But here, here's the question: Even like Rambam talks about Ashkhat Klavit and Pratit, it's not like everybody is getting constant Ashkhat Pratit, which is what you seem right. to be saying. But once you're once you fully accept that Borei Olam is distinct, then. Why are you even engaging in that question? Because the second you start trying to determine the nature of the Ashkacha, you're already assuming you're understanding God. Mm. Meaning, no, it, you because, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but that's different because um, because understanding this, because understanding Ashkacha Pratid and Khalid is part, part of understanding Darchech. Meaning, but I'm not saying I know how God is able to do it or why He does it that way. But if I want to study, just like I study Hashkachah Klalit and understand, let's say, nature and the universe and all the tools God has given from Hashkachah Klalit, I also want to understand. You're not going to, like, that's why Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, You're not going to be able to get down to the details of the Pratay Pratim of how it works. But you can get a sense of the system, how the system in general of Hashkacha Pratit operates. Just like in the case of Hashkacha Pratit, there's a limit, there's probably a rule at a certain point we can't understand how. So there's a level, you know, understanding of the of science that are not going to be uh, fully accessible to our minds. So, but when you're studying the Darchei Hashem, it's okay. Trying to understand how is it possible, what happens is that they try to extrapolate from that or... We're saying the system has to be this way because God is this or that, which you can't do. Right, but then to the, the, only, the only real thing you could say in that matter without going too far and trying to understand God is to say that there seem to be things on this earth which just follow a nature. And then there seem to be individuals who, are, who benefit from a you know have, have, have more divine intervention in their life yeah and then and then that's it that's all you have to stop there to, the, to quote a different school of thought like the Ramban actually in Sharagmul which is like the exact opposite of the Rambam in so many ways like in terms of his understanding of the Ramban but he um, he says there that like a lot of people will just give a from answer the Ramban says that he says a lot of people will just give a from answer and be like it's, a, it's all in the hands of Hashem. Why are we even bothered talking about this? You know, uh, he says these people are mo aseya chokma. Why wouldn't you want to understand those, how it works? If those people are coming they from hate a place this. of, I can't understand how it works. So I'm just trying to understand. You're saying I'm okay. saying that Hashem, but I'm saying to the extent that you can understand that Hashem, you're very limited even that. Like, but that's what a lot of the is about. So, and there seems to be some order in nature which, you know, but you can't. You can't understand more. more. And then there seem to be things that don't fall into that rubric of cause and effect, which are the yechidei. Well, you could the... say like you could say that uh, that we understand that um, that we like for example what we're talking about in in Sefer Yonah. We, we we can we can study science and see the beauty of how God created a world that works so incredibly for maintaining and you know for producing different species and sustaining them. And it's really you see the handiwork of God, and it's you know Marabu Hashem. It's it's amazing. And then all of that is actually tied into the macrocosm of the stars, the planets, the galaxies. Like, all of it is one enormous system, and it's really incredible. You can study that and see all the new discoveries reveal how intricately 
designed it is. So in, in Ashgacha Pratit, there's also principles and a design to it and a plan to it and, 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 and rules or, you know, however you want to say it. Now, at the end of, uh, you, can, you can try to tease out what they are and understand them and appreciate them. And uh, you, what, what you can't do is get to the point where you feel that, um, you're never going to get to the point where you can show why they are the way that they are or how God is able to do it. What God does and, and, and the Darchei Hashem, yes. But Hashem, Hashem, we say everything after the name Hashem, that's the actions that we observe that we can understand and try to process and, and comprehend. But the Hashem, Hashem being separate from that, when we say the Yudhiyam Midot, is saying that's a different realm, that's unchanging and beyond our, uh, our ken. Everything after that is what we observe in the world. Or like in the, in the metaphor of the Torah, you can't see my face, but you can see my back. Can I, can I ask a separate question? I mean, no. Yeah. Probably not separate. The, no, it's not right. <laughs> the, why are we assuming, you know, there's understanding the natural world, yeah. which is what we're kind of associating with understanding which is the way things just are also part of the natural. Built into the world, right? And then we're saying that probably most people benefit only from Ashkachat and there are Yechidim that will have more, maybe Am Yisrael yeah. has more of an emphasis, or Eretz yeah. Yisrael has more emphasis. But, oh, I'm not so sure, but... I, how is people, it not? Like the Rambam says that Hashgachah Pratit includes like the fact that we have the Torah that everyone gets. The, the fact that we benefit from the Torah is Hashgachah Pratit. Even though it's not that God gave it to me in particular, but the fact that he made the Torah available to us is Hashgachah Pratit for mankind. So, so my Education. question is, why are we saying, why do you have to make the distinction and say there's Hashgachah Pratit and Hashgachah Pratit when you could say that there is hashkacha pratit for everything, like what you're saying, the bird went over my head and exploded, or whatever it is, or that Bore Olam is overseeing every single blade of grass, and then hashkacha klalit, or or that teva is, and that's the only hashkacha, which is hashkacha pratit to the max, and then teva is just a, a veneer that Bore Olam built around the Do you know who says this exactly? The Hasidim the Ramban. But, but it makes Ramban sense. says the person of Emunah sees no difference in a miracle and in nature. It's all a miracle. Every second is a miracle. But I agree. I, 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 once you acknowledge that Borei is distinct from us, and that you don't have to, it doesn't have to fit into your human neat categories of, you know, Ashkabra, whatever, Kalit and Pratit, and Borei could do things that are beyond our understanding, then isn't it limiting to say that he's not overseeing every last blade of grass? Isn't that, um, a, isn't that a description? Isn't that... Already, well, or you're not limiting, but you're saying you're making an assumption about it. You're not saying limiting. You mean you're trying to make, you're trying to well, you're define what he should or shouldn't be doing. Well, you're also saying that to some extent he is limiting his oversight, his direct oversight, and kind of letting things in motion without actually actually micromanaging. But John's right um, now. You're getting into the same problem, though. Right. You're, you're trying to see. Well, a human being would need to oversee every single no, thing. No, 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 he's not saying that. He's, he's just saying why are you making any assumption, right? right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I, it's like uh, it's the natural re- uh, response to a person who sees the grandeur of the universe is to feel like how could there be any special place for mankind in such a grand universe that's like an honest uh, assessment right but you're right making the assumption that, that God wouldn't care about people is also an assumption about God like why is yeah, it that one that's assumption why is? I'm surprised it's by a good the question. Ramban, that right. Why is it a system of right. 
at the same time being the at the forefront of the idea that Borelam is distinct and unknown. So how about we just not? I'll tell you. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a possible answer. It's a good question. So the, the question is, why isn't it just as much making an ass- assumptions about God to say that every that there's hashkachah kladit and patit as it is to say that everything is hashkachah patit, right? Correct. In both cases, they make assumptions about God. So why why assume to a middle ground that hashkachah kladit and patit? Are we limiting by saying there's hashkachah kladit? But aren't we also aren't we also making assumptions or operating with that? With a with a oh, preconceived no. God. Why why are we why are we so trying to understand the way Boreolam runs the world? Based on our principles. Is it is your question on Moshe Rabbeinu that he asked, or are you just saying in general? No, I'm asking I'm asking more on the Ramban, who says oh, okay. that Boreolam is unknowable and he's like the one who most clarified that position. Yeah. So then why didn't and he then, derive from that that we shouldn't and, really say anything about it? And then up? if you and then once you know that Boreolam is unknowable, then Ramban's opinion that you could that God is overseeing every blade of grass. It's just as acceptable a position right. as the one that Rambam gives. It's just as not having to say anything about God as saying Kalit and Prati. Right. So why would one? Why would we lean in favor of one over the other? If either way, we're saying we can't really know what would make most sense from God's Correct. perspective, Correct. right? Why Very good question. It's a good question. Who can give the answer? Isn't Hashkachah Kalit Kalit at the end of the day still from our perspective, and we're not saying that this is from Boyer-Lam's perspective how it works, but. This is a limited yeah, hour human that's, understanding. That's also true. In which case, you could say that from a human understanding, we see, we seem to see that there's a nature and a cause and effect of things. That's, but that's, really, I have no idea. And, and may, may as well right. be that's, what I was, that, that's the answer that I think is correct. So meaning, Ramban, meaning, because we see that there are laws of nature and that there's a system that operates uh, you know, in an independent way that we can derive the principles of it, we can identify the principles of it, and it consistently follows them. So we know that that's actually the system that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in place. It's not that we're saying, we know God would only have a system like this because obviously God is not going to micromanage it. And we're not, because that would be exactly what you're saying. That would be making an assumption about what God would do. It's that we see that there is such a thing in nature as a system of Chuchmah, that it operates automatically, obviously sustained, sustained by God, but that it operates automatically in that way. So we know that already. So then the question becomes, is there also a system of Hashkachah Pratit that we can discover embedded in this system of Hashkachah Klalit? Or is it just that people who are greater Chachamim end up doing better and there is no separate Hashkachah Pratit? Or is there only Nisim where God violates the name? Right? So, but, so these are all possibilities within the reality that we experience and recognize that there is Hashkachah Klalit. Because we didn't come to that because we decided God had to make Hashkachah Klalit. We see it. Right? That, that's the answer. So then, and I mean, from the Torah, you see it also that Bereshit bara Elohim I mean, there is an idea of God as the lawgiver; He organized things into law. When He relates to man, He uses the word Hashem generally, right? That's distinct from. So this whole distinction right? is, is more from yeah. the perspective of man, and it never even is an attempt to understand. It's not a deductive conclusion that we made. God is X, therefore it must be this. That's that's when it becomes a problem. The Rambam is just describing what human beings. For the human that is tentacles going on around him, this is what you will perceive and this is what you will see. Now, if you. Right, and the problem, what's the problem with the Ashkaka Pratit idea, the Hasidish idea according to the Rambam? What would be the problem? The problem is that it removes Chokhmah. Because if, if every action is just understood as an intervention of God, 
So then you're not going to seek any kind of a conception of God's wisdom. Because there's no wisdom. It's just random. It's arbitrary. Oh, he helped this one. He helped it's this like one. It's not making the same yeah. thing as Abdazara or pantheism. Everything is just a multiple forces. Right. Everything is random. So you're not going to have any things you can never experience. The intelligibility of this Hashkafah Kaleh, the intelligibility of the universe is what led Avraham Avinu to understand God to begin with. The intelligibility of it. If there was no intelligibility of it, and it was really actually just random, and God was just constantly, every blade of grass was its own uh, its own thing. So, uh, while while Rambam acknowledges that God is unknowable, it's important to acknowledge that from a human perspective, there is an order to things. Ma'asei Yadav are organized with Chuchma. With Chuchma, and then there's also... Hashem of Chuchma Yasad Aretz, that's what it says in Mishlei. Not trying to understand God, just for understanding how we perceive it, there is an order to things. Yeah. say that there is And that recognition brings a person to recognize God. You know? Uh, is wow. it time for, uh, and now on that note, not, no, let's go. 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 Orderly way that we can understand the ways of God. Meaning the purpose of the Hashkachak Lalit is to keep the species sustained in, in the universe, na- the natural species sustained. The purpose of the Hashkachak Pratit is to enlighten mankind towards understanding of God. So to the extent that those overlap, meaning that the Hashkachak, that, that a reflective person, like Adam Rishon, is a reflective person, will see, or Abraham Avinu will see, or Einstein will see, from the Hashkachak Lalit, meaning from the, the law, lawfulness of the universe that is designed to sustain it, will we'll derive from that an awareness of God. So it's also functioning in that sort of, a, you know, it's functioning towards the same end as Hashkachak Lalit, but there are specific elements in the way things are designed, whether it's Nebuah, whether it is, whether it is, uh, the Rambam makes the big emphasis on the essential, the quintessential Hashkechah is Nebuah. The Rambam mentions that in many, many, many places. Nebuah, Nisim, and whatever ways in which the world is, like for example, and this is what I, I was sort of hesitant to say before, but I'll just, you know, I guess it's now embedded in the middle of the recording nobody's going to listen to, so we, it's okay, right? There, it's quite possible that it's, an, it's a function, we can call it a function of Hashkachah Pratit, that somebody like Abraham succeeds, even if we don't assume that God pre-programmed that he was going to have a lot of tzon from Sheshit and Mibreshit. You wouldn't even have to say that because you could just say that one of the elements of Hashkachah Pratit is that a very wise person who's developing in Nebuah will also be extraordinarily successful in all of their actions because their actions are going to be done in such an excellent way. And not even, even without an intervention or a deviation or a special pre-programmed loop in the laws of nature, it could still be true that that would be the case. Because the way that he's mechalkel dvarav b'mishpat, the Rambam says, the way that he's going to manage his affairs is going to bring about great fortune and he's going to encounter different circumstances in his life and relate to them 
he's going to encounter a situation and say, how can I utilize this in my Avodat Hashem, which includes both a comfortable physical life that allows me to reflect on Chokmat Hashem, as well as opportunities to learn, right, for, for its own sake. So, that, so it's going to change his orientation to the world, and it's going to bring him great success, and that would be Ashgacha Pratit also. Ashgacha Pratit, which is a function of his relationship with God. You know, as opposed to Hashkacha uh, Pratit as a separate strand woven into the Hashkacha Klalit, it can sometimes just be organically emerge from Hashkacha Klalit, meaning it's just that the person who is living according to the Chokmat Hashem is living on a different track, so to speak. He's on a different maslul, I would say, like a different path within the framework of God's creation and therefore is more successful. And that is the Hashkacha Pratit, that he's on a different track. You see what I'm saying? So, like, let's say uh, 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 an unre- a, an extremist religious settler Zionist who came to Canaan and there was a famine would say, "I'm not leaving. I'm occupying this land, and I don't care if I die here." But Avram is like, "I think we better go to Egypt because they have food, right?" And then what happens when he goes to Egypt? And then he's like, "Oh, it, a religious person would say, oh, the gods are punishing me because now my wife has been uh, kidnapped by the pearl.'" You know, whereas Abraham ends up coming out of the situation rich and famous. Why? Because he made the decision to do the intelligent thing and go where there was food when there was a famine. So, in, because he said, I, I don't want to throw away my entire project as, as uh, proclaiming the word of God because I have some religious idea that I have to stay in the land of Canaan. So, I'm just giving an, a, an offhand example, but the point is that sometimes Hashkacha Pratit manifests itself in the choices and in the direction of life of the, uh, of the wise person. And the, and the Rambam says, the main Hashkacha, he says, what is it when it says that Hashem guides us towards Teshuvah? What does it mean? It means that He gave us Nevi'im and He gave us the Sifrei Tanach and the Chachamim that guide us. It's, it's the knowledge that is the main Hashkacha Pratit. And then there's Nisim. So the world is primed for a person who lives a life of wisdom to be more successful so that that wisdom will increase. And it's designed to invite people to reflect and to gain wisdom so that they get onto that track of Hashgah But the products of Hashgah like the Sifrei Kodesh and the Sifrei Tanakh and the Nevi'im and so on, further enable people to get onto that um, you know, VIP track of Hashgah that's a way to think of it. Okay. Uh, that's great. And, and, okay, so are we going to... Food, that's the